You said you're going to do the intro. I thought you were doing it. You said you're doing it. <laughs> Guys, Mark goes, you know, we just make, be smiley and be powerful. <laughs> and we're both sitting here doing absolutely nothing. Guys, good morning, Friday Frenzy. We're going to do something a little bit different this morning. We are going to let you guys run the show. So we're going to ask you for some Q&As. We're going to answer. You can ask us about anything. And then we're going to just briefly talk about what it's like to work together. All right. Um, so, guys, we're going to, um, as I said, we're going to get you to ask us some questions this morning. We're going to answer those for you. Yes. Um, but first, we're going to start off talking about what it's like to work together. Because yes. a lot of people ask, don't yes, they? they do. Lots and lots of people ask. So, Mark, what's it like to work with your wife? Uh, it's, you know, <clears throat> it's actually pretty easy. Right. No, Elabor like... Elaborate. No, like... I got the shits the other day over something I said something to you. With me? Yeah. I think it was, uh... oh, look, I think sometimes you just want to do like, but I think that's not working with your wife. That's just being a bloke. Like sometimes you just want to turn your brain off. Yeah. And you don't want any incoming, nothing incoming. And you put yourself in a position where there's nothing incoming and then an incoming one goes, yeah. Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? you're like just want to but that's not really work no that's not really work and so um guys this morning for everyone that's tuning in we are going to be we are talking about what it's like working together um people, and people it disturbs some people oh uh, most people are like i don't know how you work with your husband yeah, or i don't know how you work with your wife yeah. the funny thing is is that we really actually talk to each other at work yeah because we're both off doing our own things we do not drive to work <clears throat> together that would um, suck oh that would be just yeah that's yeah nah. and it's not necessary what for no, we don't need to drive to work together. Yeah. Um, we both need our individual cars. We're both on the phone the whole way into yeah, work. You, yeah, you've got stuff. You've got to get shit done on the way yeah. home and on the way to work. I, I, have, I have my team meeting on the way into work. Yep. So, um, but no, we don't drive into work together. And yes, we do work together. But here's a fun fact, guys. I have only been working full time in the business for about, would you say, six, seven years, Mark? Yep. Um, prior to that, I Jade, was... Jade Young High School. That's right, yeah, yeah our youngest daughter. Yep. Um, prior to that, I was working in the background of the business and um, I was working two to three days a week helping out with marketing. So I only launched Head First into sales about five years ago um, and that's when I started working 5,300 hours a day. I, I actually... Something you, I would, love it. you would find interesting <laughs> is my mate's... Um, like revel in Lisa doing higher volume than mean sales. They actually, they're always taking the piss out of me for it. Yeah. Always. It's like, you know, they sort of, they make me feel like a little boy. <laughs> they, um, they're always saying, how does it feel, Mark, to <laughs> have your wife come and whip your ass? Yeah. So the other night, the other night we had, I had a poker it's a bit night, of a running joke. I had a poker night with 10 guys come over and Lisa was walking through the room and then one of the guys shouts, hey, Lisa, who works longer, 
is it Mark or you that works longer? And I'm like, if this if this gets answered, it's going to be dangerous territory, <laughs> because however it gets answered, someone's someone's going to blow up. So, yeah, it just gets bad. And then the other one the other day was. But the hey, irony of it, you guys were already starting your poker game at seven thirty, and I had just walked in the door from work, and yeah. I think it was seven forty-five in my suit. And then yeah. And because I went home early for you the poker home. game. This is but, true. Um, this is true. But another one was the guy, like the other day, I knew I was being set up by a really good mate of mine, Mr. Damien Scarf, and he sat opposite. He's and he brutal. Goes, and you just know he's going to remember whatever you're going to say. He always regurgitates stuff from like 10 years later. He goes, so, um, you know, with like income and stuff, like who would be earning like more income in the business out of you or Lisa? You could, and you, you I thought, <laughs> this, is... Oh, this is just, you know, <laughs> he's just gonna, he's just gonna set up like you answer, you answer it honestly, dishonestly, any answer is just gonna, he's gonna throw it back in my face. <laughs> that's it. It's not going to throw it... it back in my face. So that's been interesting. Yeah. That's been interesting. All right, guys. Dealing so... with your mates, but yeah, Dealing with your mates is interesting. So Q&A Friday today, ask away, ask us questions, here to answer anything at all. Yeah. We can talk about real estate. We can talk about life. Um, we can talk about what it's like to work with your husband or wife. Um, but that is what we're starting off the show with Technical this morning. Technical questions. Technical. Well, Mark can answer those. I'm happy to answer social media ones. Um, but, you know, it's really, really fine, <laughs> the two of us working together. My parents worked together. My parents ran a really, really successful um, training college, private private training college of natural health and beauty. The Australian College of Natural Therapies. Australasian College of Natural Therapies, which Sorry, they Hill. sold about, gosh, 16 years ago now. It was a really big college. We had about 3,000 students um, at that time in a, in a big building in Favot Street, Surrey Hills. And my parents worked together forever, like for as long as I could um, possibly remember and what I do know is when a husband and wife can work together not all can but when they do when they can it's usually quite a magical combination um, so and I don't want to run the business I'm very happy for Mark to have that play that part in in the business I don't want to do that um, I want to just you know work as a salesperson um, within our business. We are a team of 50. A lot of people think just because you see the regulars coming on to our social media, it's just a handful of people. We actually have 50 staff. So it's quite a big team between admin, um, property management, girls and guys, leasing, um, new business, accounts, support, media, commercial, um, commercial sales support, um, and then sales people. Yeah. Admin and blah, blah, and, blah. and I do have to say I reckon if if the best advice I can give you working with your wife that if it doesn't work put a bullet through it. Yeah, because I reckon it I could. Just don't just give don't, up. Don't don't do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't do it. Um, what's Daniel got to say? That never worked working with my wife. There you go. Tried and failed. Tried again and failed every time. We don't have it. It's not that Daniel. I think most people couldn't. Like I reckon if we asked. Um, the majority of our friends, and, and we do have this conversation with them regularly, they're like, I don't know how you guys do it. We don't really see each other that much during the day. We, we don't drive in together. We don't do lunches together. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't it, sit together. I think it's more than that. I think everyone um, starts, um, 
you, even though you're not physically there, you still stick to your lane. And I think, you know, everyone sticks to their lane and sometimes that doesn't work with couples in a business. And Or, you know, someone may come home and say, oh, look, I just, that, that guy really offended that girl in the office and I, I don't stand for that. And, yeah. um, you know, they're saying that to each other. It's like, well, I wouldn't have had this conversation if one of the, well, you weren't working in the office. So I think sometimes it starts just to get a little bit... Where I reckon it wouldn't work is if I had to be your... Say, for instance, you and I um, listed and sold property together, Mark, like if we were in one team together, or if um, I was like... had was your assistant or that would be awful it wouldn't work because yeah. mark would be like can you just do that and i'd be like don't talk to me like that you know it would be constantly we couldn't we don't work together that closely so yes i'm in sales yes mark's in sales mark runs the business and i just stick to my lane in sales i've got my own team um and i'm i reckon i'm in the office a couple of hours a day and that's it the rest of the time i'm out i'm in meetings appraisals at, you know doing open homes just doing what a salesperson does so i'm really really in the office um but um, well, i've got do have to admit we've got help at home yeah so everyone's everyone must think oh, you know how do you manage the cooking and cleaning and stuff like that mark um <laughs> Mark, doesn't it? Do you know where the stove is? I don't think Mark knows where the stove is. We did invest. (laughs) We did invest in that, and that really hurt. But that um, that investment was um, better for like good harmony. So when you get home, shit's where it should be. You know, we're having to. So that's. I I must be. We did invest in that early, and that did pay dividends. Well, we had a conversation going back many years ago. We were on a road trip to somewhere, and we were talking about. things that we love doing and things that we don't love doing and we started siphoning out and working out better ways to deal with the stuff that we just didn't love doing do you want to see the list so yeah how many i'd love to know how many years ago that was from we do these weird things um but yeah look as i said guys we actually we we enjoy working together um we don't argue a lot there's always i always i'm always saying to our we've got two girls one's 25 and one's 17 and I'm always saying to our kids, you've got to base your relationships on trust, friendship, and respect. Trust, friendship, respect. Because the love will very quickly Sick. fly out the door. Such a boy's thing to say. But the love will very quickly fly out the door. I bet all the guys are laughing at the moment. <laughs> and all the girls are going. Um, love will very quickly fly out the door when one of those two of those or three of those pillars yes. um, fall down. Yeah, don't base on looks. Friendship, friendship, um, I was, respect I was and actually, trust, guys. I, I was, yeah, I was boxing above my weight. At least I didn't base it on looks. Oh, I got better looking as I got older. <laughs> like, like, a, like a fine wine, like a fine wine. <laughs> like a Daniel fine has wine. something else to say. Um... That never worked. Tried and failed. What's that next one? I would love to have it. If you've got any questions, guys, Q and A off topic doesn't have to be this topic. Anything asked today? We're doing. Hey Wendy, good morning. Thank you so much. Open session Q and A today on anything. Um, (laughs) What's boxing? (laughs) Luke, what's boxing above your weight? It's when you think that someone is. So when you don't know. You don't know. 
No, you I absolutely oh, know. What is it? It's when you feel like your wife is oh, so hard. much better than so so much better looking than what you are and you think that you're oh, boxing well above your weight. Not. Okay, explain it then. In a boxing or ring. Or vice versa. Or vice in a versa. boxing ring, it's in weight divisions depending on how much you weigh. Yeah. So there's like welterweight, there's lightweight, there's heavyweight. And if you're a heavyweight, you can pack a huge punch. Yeah. And they're not going to put a heavyweight in the boxing ring with a lightweight. So if you're if you're boxing above your weight, you're actually in the next weight division. You're doing real well. So, you know, people have always said that I was... So hang on, were you boxing above my, me or was I, I boxing was, above me? I was boxing above my weight. Are you weight. trying I was, to say that I'm fat? I don't get him. it. No one gets it. Okay, so go. So when he was saying, when you, when you say, Mark, you're boxing above your weight, it's like you're a lightweight you know, a bit, you know, pathetic, and you're boxing the big division, like, with the big boys, so you've got a, you know, hot wife. Right. Which is pretty much what I said, but okay. All right, here, let's get to the list. Highest and best use. Okay, we've got now, some questions coming through. We're going to come to your questions in a second. Oh, so that's that list that we did. Uh, it doesn't actually say with Apple Notes because it takes it as the last time you opened it or, oh, or made, a, made a thing. Oh, but I, I reckon... That. I reckon it was about 10 years ago, eight yep. years ago. So this um, is our highest and best use. We did it on a road trip. And this is a road trip we did to Coffs and we yes. stayed at a house. We said, look, I remember we all, uh, I think we are on the tennis court um, having, a, having a chat about it. And um, Mark was good at, for instance, uh, training systems, technology, selling, selling strategy, networking with spheres of influence. SOIs, uh, moving gears and pedals, investing and working with six triggers internally only. Um, it's been embarrassing, this one. Don't like, uh, calls inbound. <laughs> That's people <laughs> calling me. Uh, well, we got crazy for a while. I was like, you know, hundreds of calls in a day. Uh, emails, I that really don't. a lot with WhatsApp, really, didn't it? Yeah, I really don't like emails. I don't like emails. Uh, I didn't like washing my car, feeling my car. Uh, the looseness in accounting in our business, which we fixed with zero, um, some good some good stuff, mm -hmm. and HR um, doing that basic HR stuff, high level stuff like doing not high level. So basically, that was like a, an, an example of they're, my highs and lows, and they're things that we fixed. But they're interesting these lists, guys, because when you actually dig down and ask yourself. Um, what are the things that you love to do and what are the things that you don't love to do? And it could be the most menial things, like I just don't love taking the garbage bins out every week. I don't love having to put petrol in my car, whatever it is, and work out if there's another way that you can actually fix that for yourself. Um, even if it's like, you know, oh, well, I'll get the kids to take the bins out and we'll swap a chore out with something else, whatever it is, right? But you'd be surprised that adjusting those little things around how much headspace it can actually free up, it's quite incredible. I mean, we, we all naturally as humans lean towards doing the things that we love more so, um, hence why everyone's probably not, you know, in this world skinny and fit because you know not everyone loves to get up early and go and exercise not everyone loves to eat clean um just some examples there but we naturally lean towards the things that we love to do so when you write these lists out and see what's actually sitting there in the back of your brain it's interesting what you get down on paper um, so we really made a conscious decision of just sort of trying to shuffle that around as best that we could mm. and work out how our days can be more productive so that we really do enjoy what we do. That's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah, it sounds pretty silly, but doing what you love, it's actually hard to do. 
because you get caught yeah. up with everything else. So yeah, it's really really hard. So Some, stay focused. Someone asked me. Someone asked me a couple of weeks ago in an interview, when are you going to um, stop doing what you do? And I said the day that I wake up and I no longer get excited about going to work. I genuinely do love. I genuinely do love what I do. Luke's I do. got a question. We've finally got a question today, guys. Any? You question? guys have been so quiet on your questions. Any questions? This is the opportunity. Or comments, but not many questions. Any questions? Anything in real way. estate? We, we will mind. answer it. Yeah. Luke's got a question. Let's go. I, can, I love Luke. Luke's a legend. Oh, it tunes in every single day. Best buyer's agent in the world. Let's have a look. What's that question there, Mark? Rental crisis thoughts. Build more shit. Yeah. You know, Mr. Harry Triggerbov, Mr. Harry Triggerbov is a very, very smart man. Um, 91, I think he is. He did an interview last week on exactly this, um, not just the rental crisis situation, but also um, the inflation situation. And his answer was um, very, very simple build vertically that's his answer to the rental crisis situation and that's his answer to inflation we just need to build more housing that's it well, you know lot, I don't think the government did a great coming. job of supporting the, yeah, the, the the builders and developers no but they did in don't. different states like I've oh, all, really I've always maintained that in places like Queensland or Melbourne the planning permissions are so much easier are they Luke yeah. can you let us know about that yeah. I'm interested are there more cranes in the skies to get stuff built yeah. and allowed and permitted in Sydney is so much harder than what it is in other states so it's really really hard for this city to become great when you've got that those sort of tight planning permissions yeah. um, you know, I, I think I look. I think as a government, you've got to fix stuff. Um, I think fixing, uh, and you can you can do what you can do with your own hands. Inflation is a bit of a wild card. It's very hard to control, very hard to understand. Um, and I get that they don't have a direct lever on that, but they do have a direct lever on building more properties, and they should allow with compliance. Um, you know more stuff to get done and that and that really would genuinely will help yeah that the, the spin-off of the building industry is but, unbelievable who benefits from from when a building when a building gets built electricians plumbers I, financiers like people that are moving in everyone benefits but i just so want to say huge. you know the rental situation i mean we have a we have a meeting with our rentals team um every week well, I just want to pull up what's going on with rentals. So what's really going on with rentals? So at the moment, we have... 18. Oh, do we? Yeah. 18 properties for yeah. rent. Okay, so that's probably about half of what we usually have. Yeah. But it doesn't say zero. No. So there's 18 properties there to rent, and they're coming on all the time. There are properties to rent. Um, rents have certainly gone up on the northern beaches. Have they gone up out of control so that people can't afford them? Not really. You know, they didn't, two-bedroom apartments in DY Mark did not go up rental-wise for a, a good five, six years. Ten. 15. They sat at five fifty a week. Rubbish. For a really, really long time. Rubbish rents for a long time for um, landlords. Can I also just say, guys, before we wrap up, we're going up to the Gold Coast tomorrow. 
the biggest real estate conference in the Southern Hemisphere is on. We love it. All real estate agents love going to AREC, A-R-E-C, um, Australian Real Estate Conference, put on by John McGrath. He's been doing it for years and years. Plenty of testosterone there, kids. <laughs> There's going to be. They've got Reese Witherspoon. They've got Ryan Serhard. I mean, some massive names that are going to be speaking at a real estate conference, which draws about 6,000 real estate agents yep. um, across Australia and New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Actually, I was just in New Zealand this week doing a conference. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's great. It's wonderful networking. It's lovely to see the industry coming together. Um, we're going to catch up with some great mates up there as well. We're driving. And we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, we're driving. We're driving up. I get um, every year at the same time, I get a middle ear infection just for no reason at all. And uh, it's that time of the year again when I've got a middle ear infection and can't fly. Road trip. Yeah, so we're on a road trip. So follow us, guys. We are going to be doing lots and lots of social media content over the coming days. On the road trip um, as well. On the road trip too, <laughs> why not? And, um, yeah, we look forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Can't wait. But hopefully we'll bring you guys some good juicy little insights into uh, ARIC for those of you that can't attend. Two years ago, Mark, I was speaking there. Yeah, had an infection there as well. I was so sick. I had the worst. Must just be We'd that drive. one time of the year when I just get the <laughs> flu or something. We flew up and had to drive back. Had to hire had to hire a car to drive back. Yeah, yeah. One of the scariest moments of my life was talking on that stage in front of 6,000 people. Yeah. Ah, good luck at Eric. We'll be following you there. Yep, yeah, as I said, we're going to bring you guys some little juicy little snippets along the way. We'll see who we can find, do a few little interviews. We'll document it for those of you guys that, um, that couldn't make it so that you feel like you're on the journey with us. Boom. That's Thanks, it. everyone. Love yeah. you. I'll see you. Bye. bye.